Sometimes an animal eats an apple and the seeds pass through its body and grow into an apple tree. And sometimes it's just a pile of crap. You're listening to the podcast reviewing films that walk the fine line between passable and porn. We like to call these films Anus Apples. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Chris, your host of Anus Apples, the show where we try to decide if a bad movie has a seat of greatness or if it's just a pile of crap. I hope that you're all doing well on this fine day that you're listening to this podcast or this crappy day, whatever it is. That being said, I have quite a treat for today, uh, for this episode. And I will say this, I apologize in advance to anybody who has uh, boosted or given me any uh, donations since um, this show's actually be re- being recorded out, out of order. I haven't recorded show seven yet, but I have a plan for show seven. So show eight is, uh, in fact, going to uh, be this one. But I had to record this right away because I'm so excited. I am I, I am just thrilled about the movie that I am going to be watching. Uh, or rather, that I did watch and I'm going to be discussing in this episode. So you may remember that one of the, the, the groups that inspired me to do this podcast... Uh, along with my friends and our historical uh, holiday known as Meat Day, is a wonderful group known as Red Letter Media. And what I found out recently is, well, um, Red Letter Media has actually made some movies. And I decided, well, I'm going to give their good old movie a try. So uh, last night, I uh, I pulled up a, well, a bed because I was watching it in my bed, but uh, I pulled up a bed and I watched Red Letter Media's Space Cop. And I'll just let you know in advance, the following trailer is made from rough cut audio and the audio in the movie is actually better than this. Space Cop, do you even know what's in hot dogs? Yeah. Processed horse penis and Chinese people. At least they are in the future. You know what I miss most about the future? What's that? Hot dogs. Space cop. He came from the future. To the past. A cop. Out of time. Out of place. In a world he didn't understand. Thankless fucking job. His name? Space cop. Space cop is here. He's on the case. And he likes hot dogs. He longs for his dead wife. In the future, she's dead. In the past, she's not born. My dead wife, from the future, who hasn't been born yet. This is my most treasured possession. His name, Space Cop. He knows only one thing, his gun and his stories. Space Cop meets a detective from the past, but it's the future for him. What the hell's in Rubik's Cube? And why do you keep mentioning strange things? I'm sorry, Space Cop, but I've been researching the future. Amazing things are to come. Things like Commodore 64 computers with one megabyte of hard disk space. Together, they'll team up 
to stop the bad guys. An adventure for all of mankind. Space Cop is here. Space Cop is on the case. Case? Is ROTFL spelled with one or two Fs? His name? Space Cop. Don't you understand things like that, mister? It's a story about Space Cop. And cops from the future of space. It's a story about big guns. We've got a lead. Space Cop. Space Cop. Cookies, yeah. And that was the trailer for Space Cop from 2016, and I am excited to be talking about this film with you in this episode of Anus Apples. So first of all, again, uh, I am a huge fan of Red Letter Media. Um, everything from their Mr. Plinkett stuff to, uh, you know, review and, of course, best of the worst. Keep in mind that Red Letter Media lives, that this group of people lives to watch bad movies and critique them. So the fact that they made several intentionally bad movies including space cop and another one that i purchased which is called feeding frenzy um i i just when i when i looked at this i i had to get it i had to buy it um i believe you can find it on amazon but i bought it through their website which i will be linking no it's not available on tubi so if you want to watch it you're gonna have to rent it or buy it uh, and I spent 15 bucks to get the version with all the special features, but you can rent it for cheaper or you could spend five bucks less and just get the movie by itself. That being said, I'm, I'm really excited and actually somewhat honored to be doing this, even though there really isn't any honor, you know, I paid them to get access to the movie. It's not like they were like, Hey, Chris, could you, you podcaster that has, you know, a small podcast about bad movies amongst, you know, thousands of other podcasts that talk about bad movies. Could you talk about our film? No, that's not what happened. I'm just honored to be talking about it because I draw such inspiration from what they do. Um, so, Space Cop is played by none other than Red Letter Media's or... Should I say YouTube's? Yeah, I'll say YouTube's. Space Cop is played by YouTube's Rich Evans. Uh, Detective Ted Cooper is played by YouTube's Mike Stakloska. Er, or Stakloska. I'm sorry, Mike, if I mispronounce your name. And Greg is played by YouTube's Jay Bauman. And uh, they, of course, uh, they, of course, all wrote and participated in the creation of this film. And it's just... it. it well, we'll talk about it more in a moment here, but let me, I'm going to try to read the description from IMDb in my best uh, Mike Stakloska impression here. Space Cop is the story of a cop from the future of space who travels back in time to the present and is teamed up with a cop from the past who is unfrozen in the present. Together, 
they must defeat the evil or sorry together they must defeat ely, evil aliens with a sinister plan all right i kind of butchered that my apologies but that being said uh it was a cold read deal with it uh so space cop let's start with the plot this this is uh i'm gonna try not to do what i've been doing lately which is to spend the whole show talking about the plot because if i spend the whole episode talking about the plot we won't get to uh, some of the other elements that are just so wonderful about this this uh, film. So you could already kind of tell where I'm leaning with this. Space Cop is about Space Cop. And yes, Space Cop's name is literally Space Cop, although there's a reason for that. Uh, and you'll find out in the movie. So Space Cop is called, you know, he, he's, he's driving around Space Milwaukee in the future. You know, he's he's driving around in 20-something or other, who knows, 21, 22, whatever it is. He's driving around Space Milwaukee, and he gets a call that there's a hostage situation on the moon. So he flies up to the moon in his space patrol car, his space cop car, and he lands on the moon and busts in during the hostage negotiation, and he attempts to start to work with the hostage, except for the fact that his wrist computer has run out of power, so he has to plug it in. He plugs it in, um, and finally it charges. He's able to negotiate with the uh, with the the hostage taker, and uh, the hostage taker doesn't want to cooperate, so he shoots the hostage and kills him. Uh, at which point, the people that were being held hostage go, "Hey, space cop! Uh, the yeah, but he said that there was a bomb." down in the moon mines that'll go off if he dies and space cops like hey he's bluffing and then it, it blew up and you know hundreds of people in the space mines died and space cop is just like ah whatever um space cops boss uh who is the chief of space police and i believe that's actually his name is a brief cameo by Patton oswalt uh who huh, who uh clearly is just sitting in front of a green screen which is funny because they criticize movies for doing that all the time but it works in this case it's very well done and uh you know he basically says space cop you're being uh, promoted to traffic cops so you have less work less responsibility and you know all of that and space cop was like yeah that's fine you know that's that's great less responsibility less to do i'm happy and space cop was parked behind a space billboard waiting eating you know having having something to eat you know just or something to drink and of course an alien flies by super quick so he has to work which he's not thrilled at and the alien is flying very very quickly and space cop chases him and the aliens are uh fl the alien is flying to a uh mothership that is near what appears to be some kind of a wormhole and of course space cop gets stuck in the wormhole with the aliens who were trying to travel back to the 1980s but due to the fact that space cop was blowing up and destroying their ship uh it, it changed it to 2007 and so they all got teleported to 2007 we then uh space cop shows up in 2007 wakes up takes a look at milwaukee and is like ah oh, shit now oh, great but, you know, the he's there for eight years, and the Milwaukee Police Department decided to accept him as one of their own, 
and uh, to allow him to continue to be a cop. And so he gets into another hostage situation and he still has his space gun and he gets into the hostage situation. It's a domestic dispute between a husband and a wife. And, uh, of course, he busts down the door, squishing the wife and uh, and basically shooting the 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 husband uh, who then dropped a baby into boiling water. And Space Cop gets uh, chewed out for this. And he basically goes on one more journey after this and uh, after being chewed out and he goes on one more mission and the one more mission is not a hostage situation, but it's a situation where there's people breaking into a cryogenic facility, and uh, you know we we have a feeling that something is going on with these people that's not normal. They don't seem to be talking or acting normally, so it's very unusual. And uh, yeah, so that being said, they uh, they arrive at this cryogenic facility. They've broken in, triggered the silent alarm, and Space Cop and his partner shows up. Uh, the partner gets shot in the arm, which minorly inconveniences him, so he just sits on the floor and lays there. Space cops start shooting all over the place, gets in a shootout, and uh, ends up unlocking a bunch of the cryogenic chamber. Several uh, chambers, uh, several people died from the cryogenic chambers, and one person emerges alive, and that person is Detective Ted Koopa from the 1940s, played by Mike Stakloska. Um... And Detective Ted Cooper is amusing in that he has very backwards thinking about things and that he he believes that, uh, you know, a woman's place is in the kitchen. And, uh, you know, he believes that he can smoke anywhere because why not, etc., etc. So the Milwaukee Police Department decides, why not let's partner these two up and we're going to put them on the... Uh, the the gold thief case i forgot what the name they actually named him but the gold thief is also known as grig played by jay bauman and uh, grig has been stealing gold uh throughout the planet for who knows whatever reason or well throughout the milwaukee area for who knows what reason you know and so the officer ted cooper and space cop need to try to do some good old-fashioned police work and they end up they end up looking into these cases and doing some some good old-fashioned police work and they bring in the suspect uh but they can't prove that he took anything and it's uh, it's unfortunate and um yeah it 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 stinks they can't prove that he took anything and at one point they meet the suspect in a bar actually i think they get him after they get him from the bar but um basically the bar is there and uh, they, they're in the bar. And, of course, uh, by the way, uh, Detective Ted Koopa is, is trying to smoke. Uh, he tried to smoke in the police office, and they, w- they wouldn't let him. And they, he tried to smoke in the bar, and they wouldn't let him. And he's a little bit confused about this. Anyway, that being said, uh, Griggs steals his gold watch and uh, runs off with it. And they manage to capture Grig, I believe. And unfortunately uh they can't prove anything and and uh ted cooper gets detective ted cooper gets in trouble for beating him up and i might be forgetting this uh i might be getting the order out of order here but it's fine it's just fine you're getting the sense of it um they find out that uh this this sketchy guy they set up a ruse to make it seem like there's gold 
uh, that that's available. A famous uh, rap star has a bunch of gold and is in a hotel room, and uh, the alien breaks in. Oh, sorry, I called him an alien. I haven't revealed that yet. Ah, whatever. Uh, Greg breaks in, uh, steals the gold, and they follow him and find out that he's works for. Uh, he goes to a metal uh, alloy company, and so the next day they go to it. They go to, you know, find out about the metal alloy company, and they they have a discussion with the owner. It's it's somewhat funny, uh, and then Space Cop happens to notice that they invent an alloy that's used in the Space Cop mobiles in the future, but it wasn't supposed to be invented yet. But it was invented, which is a little bit suspicious because it is. But unfortunately, um, Space Cop and Detective Ted Cooper have a falling out because uh, Detective Ted Cooper finds it suspicious that, uh, you know, the the name of the... First of all, they find out that... Uh, I, they uh, Basically, they go to a, a strip club and uh, Space Cop gets attacked by an alien woman and uh, they both leave the strip club and this is where... Um, you know, Detective Ted Cooper, who actually does real detective work, has put two and two together and figured out that the name of the company with the metal uh, alloys is Alien, which of course sounds like Alien, and he tries to explain to Space Cop, look, it's not all about blowing stuff up, it's not all about killing people, sometimes you gotta use your wits, and Space Cop is like, nah, nah, I'm not going to have any of that. You know, I do things the way I do them, and otherwise I wouldn't be Space Cop. You know, it's, and they, they, they split ways. And, of course, after they split ways, uh, you know, things begin to go out of control. Uh, they have, you know, situations where they are, are both uh, down. Space Cop specifically gets very drunk and decides to go after the kid who later becomes the man who kills his wife who hasn't been born yet and that that ends up disastrous and uh yeah he he you know he's not doing well meanwhile detective ted cooper is doing some actual detective work puts some more uh you know some more stuff together figures some more things out and you know he has to get to space cop for help because they've got to get to the alien spaceship to stop them from doing what is or from to stop them from you know from doing the evil deed that they're doing which uh, I didn't really explain but basically detective Ted Cooper goes back to the cryogenic lab to see if he could find out anything else and he finds out that the brain that that the thing that was taken was the brain of a, a scientist who had this crazy idea of making this power source that would then end up destroying the the entire area out of uh, out of a, a basically like a black hole type of situation and the aliens have kidnapped this brain sort of kidnapped it put it in a jar and it, it's now constructing this energy device again so they have to get to the alien spaceship to stop it from happening and so they get to the alien spaceship um they crash into it and they end up in the engine room and all the aliens have figured out that the bad guy has has or not the bad guy but the 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 scientist turns out to have duped them it's it's more, less of an energy thing and more of a weapon and he he wants to destroy the human race he wants to destroy everything and they were fooled by him um so so the alien in the engine room 
uh, sits there with Ted Cooper and says, hey, we can divert the power to Space Cop's car, which needs to be recharged. And uh, Space Cop's like, nah, that's, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to go to the lab and take care of it my way. I'm just going to, you know, shoot the guy. And he makes his way to the lab and encounters a bunch of aliens who are, you know, acting friendly and he kills them all anyway and gets into an epic fight with a guy that is clearly a stunt double which is hilarious um gets through all of that and gets into the room um and the brain in the jar the scientist in the jar uh feels like he's being thwarted because the power from the spaceship has gotten sucked away because they succeeded in the engine room and instead, he takes Space Cop's gun and uses it to start, start to charge up the weapon. And uh, Detective Ted Cooper and the alien woman bust in, and they uh, they try to... Oh, yeah, and he has to learn to trust her with uh, getting the car set up for the energy transfer, which is hard for him because he has to trust a woman, you know, to do something mechanical, which is hard for a man from the 1940s. And I'm, I'm trying to rush so I have more time to talk about the movie. Anyway, uh, in the end, they're trying to thwart this, uh, this evil brain in a jar and space cop wakes up punches the brain and the brain is defeated and the people of milwaukee have a bit of a celebration for space cop and it turns out that luckily detective ted cooper when he was frozen in the cryogenic lab you know he was told he had stage four brain cancer but it was just gas so he's all set the earth is saved except for that kid that space cop tried to kill and is still alive Yes. So, anyway, that is Space Cop, and I'm not doing it much justice in my description here, but it, it, it was so good. And it, here's the thing. The movie's intentionally bad, but it's also intentionally good at the same time. The production values are high enough that they hold up. Like, clearly, yeah, they're in sets that are built on flats, uh, which are, like, you know, pieces of wood that basically are like a frame of a wall with like all sorts of greeblies and and little plastic parts super glued on them with some lights and whatnot but it looks real enough that in the moment you believe it you can tell it's cheap plastic garbage but it's still good cheap plastic garbage um space cops weapon is a modified nerf gun with some lights added to it but it looks good it works in the movie space cop is you know, you know, is is played by Rich Evans, basically playing a darker, grittier version of Rich Evans. Detective Ted Cooper is played by Mike Staklaska, doing his best to do a ye old timey, you know, voice. And you could tell that he has a hard time holding on to that voice at times, but at the same time, it's just you you get into the moment and you enjoy it. The alien masks are actually pretty darn good. Um, the visual effects, they are clearly lower budget i mean they you know they actually showed the behind the scenes they filmed like toy cars against green screen to get the flying effect and whatnot but the the cg elements uh the the visual effect elements are believable enough that this is something that you could see airing on like sci-fi channel or something of that nature this is the type of movie that actually would 
hold up as a kind of modern B-movie. And it's really, really good from that perspective. The story makes sense. It doesn't jump around all over the place. It actually is a cohesive story. The plot is a plot you can follow. And there's plenty of hilarious jokes that are in this thing. They use plenty of sound effects that they have pointed out in other uh, of their videos, specifically the curling Nesgar uh, you know, shattering clay pot noises in there. I was waiting for that. They've got shattering glass noises that you've heard in countless movies and stuff, and they did that intentionally. Um, for the practical effects, they found some really creative and yet very cheap ways to do the pla- practical effects, and yet they still hold up. So yeah, it's clear that they're using fireworks to create sparks in the background. But at the same time, when you combine that with the visual effects, it holds up. It's still funny. You can still tell it's cheaply done and it's poorly done, but it's not poorly done. I I, I think that for the most part, it's a very solid story, very entertaining, and all of the effects and stuff are bad enough that they're bad, but good enough that they're good. And they don't take away or distract from the story. And the elements that are intentionally bad are funny enough that they it's clear that they're meant there to be funny. This is actually a good movie. It really is. It's a bad movie that's a good movie. Because they knew how to tell a bad movie in a way that actually tells a good story and doesn't take away from the plot. The only thing I was disappointed in, to be honest, is that Space Cop doesn't really have an arc. Detective Ted Cooper, in my opinion, has an arc. He, you know, he he comes from the past. He believes that women are useless. He, he believes in smoking everywhere. And it's still confusing and overwhelming for him. And he ends up depressed in the end. But the point is, is that in the end, he ended up trusting a woman to do something for him, and he kind of learned to accept that, even though she was an alien woman. The point is, is that still, he allowed himself to trust her in this plan, and the plan worked. So to me, that is a story arc for him. But Space Cop, unfortunately, at the end of the day, Space Cop still kept being Space Cop. He just wanted to punch stuff, blow stuff up, and at the end, even after having like people holding up signs and cheering him and getting the key to Milwaukee, uh, he just comes back to his apartment, hangs his gun on the wall, and says, "This is a thankless job, you know." Uh, so, unfortunately, Space Cop still remains Space Cop. He doesn't really advance or get better. Um, because of everything that happened in the movie. So that's, that's the only, that is the only nitpick I will make. Now, there are plenty of bad effects. There are plenty of bad acting moments. There are plenty of times where there are things placed in the movie specifically for you to see them and for them to be bad. Um, I think they did a great service to the city of Milwaukee, though. Um, they, they showed some, you know, some, what I, I presume are some quintessential locations um, and they really did show the movie in the future and in the past and you could see them side by side um, they they clearly either using CG or matte paintings added in some futuristic tower looking structures for future Milwaukee but the point is it, they they did a really great job of highlighting that city and uh, you know kind of 
showing the way that things are there. So I really think that this is, look, I am a fan of Red Letter Media, and I'm going to say that despite being a fan of Red Letter Media, even if I'm being objective about this, it was a well-done bad movie. The story was good. It made sense. The characters made sense in their own way, and they were consistent in themselves. There's some really dumb, funny movies in the movie that are just dumb and funny. And there are some really cheesy things in the movie that are intentionally cheesy and still well done. There is very little bad I could say about this. And even they even went so far as to have custom soundtracks put together for the movie. The music fits the film. It's not cheesy. I mean, it is a little cheesy because it's it's mostly like electronic, um, you know, synthesized music. But the the point is, is that it still fits the mood. They made a good film here. And my only regret was that I didn't know about them in 2016. I didn't know they were making a movie in 2015, 2016. And I couldn't have been on the Patreon, not Patreon, but on the Kickstarter to support it. That is the only thing I regret about this movie. That and Space Cop doesn't change. So, um, Mike, Rich Evans, Jay, uh, Tim, everyone else at Red Letter Media, if you guys happen to be listening to this, you did a phenomenal job on that film. You really did. And I know my opinion by myself doesn't really matter. I'm just saying... You guys did a phenomenal job, and it lives up to everything Red Letter Media stands for. So, absolutely incredible, guys. Um, <laughs> if for some reason you're listening to this, you know, I I would love to buy all of you a beer. If you're ever in Connecticut, let me know. I know some good bars. <laughs> all right. That being said, I... Uh, absolutely call this a seed of greatness and there's no getting around it there's no sugarcoating it this is a seed of greatness a hundred percent it is not crap so that being said now that you've had my way in on this and uh hopefully you'll get to watch this movie and get some great value out of it for yourself i highly recommend spending at least the ten dollars to get the basic version but pay the extra five bucks to get the commentary which i haven't listened to yet and to get the uh the special features it's well worth it you can get it online through the website there will be a link in the show notes and if you and if you get value from what i'm doing this is what i refer to as a value for value podcast that means that the only way I get supported is if you support me. If you enjoy me watching bad movies and uh, enjoy what I'm doing here, feel free to uh, donate or get yourself a new podcast app. Go to newpodcastapps.com and you can actually donate to me or support me through Satoshi's, uh, through uh, Bitcoin. And uh, there are people that have done that for previous shows, have sent me a boostagram, and it's well appreciated and uh, well enjoyed. So thank you so much to those that do toss me some support. You can also email me, feedback at anusapples.com. If you have any movie recommendations, or if um, you know you happen to work for Red Letter Media and want to reach out and say hi you know uh i wouldn't mind that because you guys are awesome and you guys do pretty much especially with the best of the worst you do what my friends and i used to do where we would get together once a year or twice a year 
eat a bunch of meat, drink a bunch of alcohol, and watch a bunch of really bad films. All right. So that about wraps it up for this episode of Anus Apples. I hope that you all can take a big, giant bite out of life and enjoy it, and that you don't get any crap along the way. Again, if you like what you're hearing here, feedback at anusapples.com. In the meantime, I'm Chris. Catch you next time for another Anus Apple. <laughs>